Hello everyone, welcome to In the Neighborhood with your hosts, Tim Johnson and Stacy Borjo. Together, they are finding out what makes the heart of the Heartland Beat. They sit down with people in your community that lead organizations, businesses, and government. You'll learn who they are and what they're involved in and why. They are the people in your neighborhood. It's In the Neighborhood with Stacy Borjo and Tim Johnson. Hi everybody, my name is Tim Johnson and this is Stacy Borjo. Hey Tim. How are you? It's the end of March, can you believe it? First quarter is almost it's done. It's crazy how fast March is gone. I think we're all looking forward to the sunlight. Sunlight? Yeah. <laughs> sunshine? Right. How about heat? Can I, oh, I've I will seen take sunshine, heat. I want the heat. I, I will definitely take the heat. That is awesome. So we have Becky Rossman today. Thank you for having me today. Welcome back. Uh, tell me who you are and what you do. Becky Rossman, and I am the CEO of Neighborhood House. Okay, what is Neighborhood House? So it's a nonprofit on the south side of Peoria. We have been around since 1896, and we do a little bit of everything. So all the way from childcare to feeding kids, helping people get jobs, and then Meals on Wheels. It's a lot of stuff. It is a lot of stuff. We even provide meals for pets for seniors, so Critters Meals on Wheels. So we're kind of cradle to grave and pets, too. <laughs> and pets, too. So let's talk about then the, the food program that you have, just to focus on one at a time, I suppose. Yeah, and actually food is mainly our niche. It's what we do. So we feed kids after school and in the summer. We started doing that in 2014. We had a lot of kids knocking on our door. Um, they knew we had a kitchen and they were hungry. So we opened that program in the summer, and that kind of spurred a lot of different programs. So we had kids, um, they were coming by themselves with their little siblings, and they would tell us they had no food on the weekends. So then we started doing a snack pack program. And now, thanks to United Way funding, we actually um, feed 500 kids with our snack pack program throughout the year. So not just at Neighborhood House, but Commonplace and Dream Center, Southside Mission. Um, we're in a lot of different agencies. And then we started doing after-school meals as well. So what we found is when school's not in session, kids don't have access to food. And a lot of people think that's something just on the south side of Peoria, but now we're at Washington District 50 school. So it's also in Tazewell County. Mm -hmm. Childhood hunger is very prevalent. That's crazy to think about, isn't it? It is. So we just want to make sure no one goes to bed hungry. Um, but it also helps them with homework and being able to focus in school. Um, and then obviously feeding seniors, and that's our largest program. So we feed a little over 1,000 seniors a year in Peoria and Tazewell County. Wow. So those are your two counties that you guys work in right now? Yeah, mainly. So we have a lot of different programs, and, you know, Holidays even goes to four counties. We had Woodford and Fulton for our Santa for Senior program. But, yeah, our main, um, our main area is down on the south side of Peoria, mm -hmm. but Peoria and Tazewell County is, are our main areas. So do you have a location in Tazewell County? Well, we're actually in a lot of different locations. So we're at Miller Senior Center in Pekin. So we have a congregate, si a congregate site for seniors who can actually get out of their own homes. Mm. And then that way it reduces isolation and depression. We're also in Tremont and Hopedale and also Leisure Acres in Sunnyland. Wow. And then, so, and then also when we feed kids, right now we're currently in Dream Center and Commonplace to feed kids after school. And then we have a lot of different agencies that come to Neighborhood House and provide services. So I think a lot of people don't realize how much nonprofits actually collaborate. Mm -hmm. So, Well, organization, it sounds massive, the amount of stuff that you guys do and put together. We have you, an amazing team. You have probably a large staff, right? 
when we're fully staffed, it's about 85. Right now, we're actually a little bit lower, so we're closer to 68, and that's because we have a teacher shortage right now. It's hard for us to get teachers for our childcare, um, and just some of our positions are just a little bit harder to fill. So are you guys hiring right now? Yeah, we are. Okay. What kind of jobs are available right now if someone were looking? Well, we're always looking for Meals on Wheels driver subs. So that's if um, our Meals on Wheels drivers are part-time, but when they take time off, we need someone to fill in. Mm -hmm. So we found that um, we love our retired people. They do a great job, especially like retired firemen and UPS drivers and people who know the grid mm -hmm. because you're going to maybe 40 to 50 places. So okay. it helps if you actually know where you're going. So you're not when you're doing something like that, you're not just delivering food, you're talking a little bit with the people that are there too, is that correct? Yeah, and that's probably the most important aspect is the social interaction. Mm -hmm. So for many of our seniors, the only people they see consistently are the drivers. And we've actually had some of our drivers save lives or they've come in on a Monday and found people in the bathtub that's been there since Friday night and haven't been able to get up. Um, but that social contact, and that's part of one of our um, grants, is to make sure with that they have like a wellness assessment so that nothing has changed. Wow, what what an opportunity to help somebody. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I can't think of a more noble job than to go and just be there present and it doesn't take much, right? It just takes a little caring and, and you know. Mm -hmm. And our drivers are so amazing. Like they really advocate for their clients, whether it's, hey, they prefer soy milk all the way to, you know, just making sure that they have more time to spend with them. Um, but yeah, it is, it's, it's very noble. It's, they are just amazing people because they're out there in all weather, you know, carrying these meals in, making sure that their people are safe. And we actually had to close a few times because we had such a lovely winter, yeah. you know. So, and the drivers get kind of upset when we do that because they're like, you know, they haven't seen anyone for like, you know, maybe three days in a row. Um, and we realize how important that is and we want to get out there for the seniors, but it's equally important that we take care of our drivers and when it's icy conditions or 30 degrees below zero, right. it's just not safe. Sure, that makes sense. And you guys have a lot of fun fundraisers throughout the year too. Didn't you just finish one? Yeah, so we just finished Food Fight and that was really exciting. We, we love the local chefs in town. We could not provide or do that fundraiser without them. So they bring signature bites. We have a wine tasting. Now we taste a little bit of everything. And um, they actually compete in a mystery competition. So the secret ingredient this year, because they don't know when they come in what it's going to be, it was spam. Ugh. I know. <laughs> I know. So, But they, oh did, they did wonders with it. But James Kramer comes down. He used to be at the country club, and he helped us get this off the ground. And now he's up in Hinsdale, and he comes back every year to moderate and to create the mystery. Oh, wow. And so far they've had cactus leaves. They've had Funyuns. And now spam. <laughs> so he always throws something in there that's just a little bit crazy. Um, but yeah, the chefs have a they have a great time, and they really help us raise a lot of money. They volunteer their time and do some dinners in people's homes or at their restaurants. And is this televised? It's not. Hmm. We need to talk about that. Well, that would be a great <laughs> idea. So we do have cameras that go around, so they shoot them up on the big screens. But I think it would be great to be I televised. Think we could live stream that. That'd be an awesome thing. That'd be fun. Um, wow, I, there's a lot of opportunities to volunteer, right? That, that we're always looking for the mm -hmm. yes. volunteer superheroes is what we call them. And, uh, just really get involved. What's, what other opportunities for volunteerism do you have? 
so we have people help out our Meals on Wheels program. They bag bread, they scoop fruit, they do things um, that actually really take the load off of our drivers and our kitchen staff that are necessities for us every day. Um, we also have where we feed kids after school, we provide tutoring. We, are, um, we have some amazing tutors, but we could use a few more like teachers because we need people um, who are really knowledgeable in how to teach kids. So some of our kids come in and they're a couple years behind where they should be grade level. Mm -hmm. um, so we love all of our volunteers and some of them come and do arts or they bake cookies with the kids, which is an experience they don't always get. So those are equally valuable but we could definitely use some retired teachers back there with our kids. And then right now we're getting ready for another fundraiser and we're looking for a few more volunteers. So since there's a plethora of fundraisers in Peoria, <laughs> we decided to piggyback with something else. So have you guys heard of the Ragbri? Mm -mm. It's a bicycle race across Iowa. They've been doing it for years. There's tens of thousands of people that go. So what we're going to do is we're going to get 20 people to ride bikes, myself included. It's a week long in July. I know. See, I'll be lucky <laughs> to live through this one. So pray for me. <laughs> but what we're asking is that each person raise $2,500, and that takes care of their registration. We're going to get them to Iowa. We're going to have a shower truck, and we're going to have our own designated space to camp because you have to put a tent up and down every day. So I'm sure there's a lot of cyclists out there, and we would love to have them join us. You raise money for a great cause, and you know a lot of people say they want to go to Ragbri, but this is a great opportunity because we're doing all of the legwork. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to have a jersey with you know sponsor's name on the back, but I think it's going to be a lot of fun. You interested, Stacey? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> In the middle of July, maybe Tim could do it. <laughs> she, I think she. Has I think we should you nominate. Tell, you could televise from there. <laughs> Maybe we can get a tandem bike because I, that's what I'm looking that for. That would be more willing to do. <laughs> that would be ride hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. A tandem bike across. When in July is it? July 21st through the 27th. Mm. So it might be a little warm, but you know what? After this winter, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, mm -hmm. I could use a little heat stored up for winter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, so it should be a lot of fun. I mean, <laughs> you could hang out with me for seven days and a lot of other fun people. <laughs> Being showering on a RV. Yes, but in the heat of the summer. But we are thankful. So, you know, just like we partner with the Chefs for Food Fight, we are partnering with Bike Peoria. Okay. So Bike Peoria is doing a lot of the legwork, helping us figure out the logistics, because obviously that's not my area. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's going to be a great event. Have you started biking yet? So I figured out I have to ride 59.4 miles a week to get. So the recommendation is I need to ride 1,000 miles before I go. So, and are you on track? No, I'm Jeez. starting. That's starting April first. I had to get my bike fixed, so my bike's just coming out of the garage. So I took it in actually yesterday, got it all fixed. Now I'm ready to go. You know, I've had a goal for the last three <laughs> years to ride across Peoria on the trail, the Rock Island yeah. and Mackinac Trail, and uh, it's a little over 50. I mapped it out. It's a little over 50 miles, and that would be a good, good way to start it. Well, you got, I've decided good. who does their ride, and I did yes. that 40 miles from Donovan, a oh, little golf course, across, or actually we went out north and then to Morton and back, so that was pretty entertaining. And I did 50 miles at the bike, um, the Morton one, um, on a mountain bike. That was the see, That's what I have right now, so we'll see. <laughs> you can't do that on a mountain I bike. Know, I know, I have to get on the bike, I know. <laughs> But I can train on this, so oh actually, I think you're better prepared than I am, no, Stacy. No, I don't think so. <laughs> it's 457 miles over the course of seven days. But I guess there's big parties every town you go to, so oh. it should be fun. Do you have your 20 riders? No, so I need oh, okay. a few more riders. So, how many do you guys have so far? Right now, we have 13 that um, 
have committed. Uh, yeah. They've expressed interest, and actually the majority of those have committed. So, you know, we could use five to seven more riders. So, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you got to get a tandem bike. I know. If I get a tandem bike, does that mean you'll go with me? <laughs> I would think about it. That's oh, well, that's enough for hilarious. me. <laughs> I just learned this week that when somebody says, I'll think about it, it usually means no. So. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. I don't know. Anyways. Well, I'll be calling Stacy. so. Mm-hmm. One thing I want to know is about you. Why did you get started in, in helping this out, and why are you so passionate about what you do? About Neighborhood House? Mm. I've, I've been in nonprofits for as long as I can remember. My first job was 15 in a nursing home, then became a CNA and went to college. And aside from the military, everything I've done has been actually – I like helping people, so I would say that probably is what really motivates me. It's what makes me happy. Um, And I love Neighborhood House because of all the programming. So for eight years prior, I worked with abused kids, and I would interview them for police and, you know, state's attorneys, and and I love that job. But here I got to work with a lot of different populations, so kids all the way to seniors, and I do love pets, so (laughs) it's great. Just a great fit. Okay, somebody's probably asking, um, why pets? Why pets? Mm -hmm. So... The reason we started the program? Yeah, and why do, you, why do you even care about the pets? I just, I don't know. I like, you know, my kids fight over who my favorite child is. I have a boy and a girl. And I'm like, well, it's the one that doesn't talk back, that always comes the first time I call, and it's the dog. So, I don't know. Pets are just, they're just wonderful. I, I don't even know how to explain it. But for our seniors, the reason we have that program is because it's their companion. Mm-hmm. You know, that also reduces isolation and depression, and it's their family member. And our drivers found out the seniors were sharing their meals with their pets and neither were getting enough to eat. So that's why we feed pets now. Try to get them to have a little more caloric intake. Yeah. Yes. Wow. It's, it's amazing. So what kicked off at 13? What, what started your drive for helping people out? Well, actually, I was around 15. I just needed a job. I was involved in a lot of activities that cost a lot of money, cheerleading, pom-pom, um, and I had a single parent, so I needed to provide some of the funding for that. So I actually started out in housekeeping in the nursing home, which was so glamorous. <laughs> but I saw what the CNAs were doing and working with the people. And to me, that just called to me more than, you know, not that I didn't enjoy the housekeeping. It's good skills to learn. But I just liked working with the seniors. And they had wonderful stories to tell. You know, I think a lot of times we overlook them or people don't think they contribute a lot to society. But I just like to hear about, you know, what they did when they were younger or or all of the lessons that they could teach you because they've been through a lot. So, yeah, you'd be surprised, right? So Stacy has taken a tour through Neighborhood House and we might share that link on on our page too. So you can go back and and see what they do. But to me, we've interviewed you probably three or four times, I think, talking about Neighborhood House. But um, it strikes me today how many people, how big and how many people you serve. Mm-hmm. It, you, I, I guess that's got to be kind of gratifying to see success stories and all of that. Oh, the success stories are amazing and our partnerships. So with the other nonprofits, mm-hmm. I mean, the point for all of us is to make a stronger community, and the only way to do that is by working together. So we're really lucky that they let us into their organization so that they can do what they specialize in. You know, Commonplace is great with literacy. You know, Dream Center has great educational programs as well. And if we take that feeding component out, then that gives them more time to focus. 
Um, and same thing, you know, we have YMCA that comes, Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts come to Neighborhood House. We provide services that we can't. And I think just because they may be lack the access or the transportation or the finances to get to these programs, I think the kids deserve the same opportunities that all of our kids do. Mm-hmm. So we even have Center for Prevention of Abuse. They come and they do counseling at Neighborhood House because a lot of their clients live in our area, but they don't have the transportation to get there. So I think all of these partnerships are really helping all of us um, serve more people and have better comprehensive services. Mm-hmm. So what's your biggest need right now? Our biggest need right now, um, mainly just financing the programs that we have. So, you know, government funding can always be a little bit shaky. Um, you know, our fundraisers have gone really well, but with the economy, they are down a little bit. But talking to some of the other nonprofits, we're kind of seeing this across the community. You know, we've had a lot of people move out of Peoria and out of the area. Um, but, you know, that time, talent, and treasure, those are always our biggest needs. So, so, you know, the volunteering, you know, obviously some donations, but an expertise. So, like I said, with those retired teachers or those people who know the grid and who can drive. So mm-hmm. they're all equally important. So if somebody wants to know more about the neighborhood house, where do they go? Well, they could um, just call and set up a tour. So they would probably put them through to either me or Roberta English or Brenda Ryan. So What's the phone number? It is 674-1131. And your website address? nhpeoria.org. And you guys have a Facebook page? We do, but I don't know what it is. Neighborhood <laughs> house. Search Neighborhood House. Neighborhood House Association. <laughs> Very cool. And you guys, it seems like you guys, too, you and your staff have a lot of fun. Like, I see you out everywhere. So, you know, tell us about that, because I know that that's a challenge, though, right? People are leaving their employers because they're not having fun, right? It's a mundane every day. And so you guys look like you're having fun and you're making an impact. Yeah, we have have an amazing team and we do have fun together. Like, Mm -hmm. we all enjoy going to work every day. And I think that's a big part. Um, It's wonderful being at Neighborhood House. But we also do like to go and support other organizations. So that's usually where I see you as well. Yeah. Um, but I think it's really important that we support each other in the community. Mm-hmm. So, but it is nice that we can go out and have some fun and not just talk about business all the time. Right. And you get to help people. Yeah. That's really cool. So, it is. Well, Becky Rossman, Neighborhood House, thank you so much for being a part today and helping us get to know you a little bit better. Well, thank you, and I'm excited for Stacy to ride tandem with me. <laughs> that sounds great, and, and I might have to ride a bike just so I can get it on video camera. Oh, like that. Well, that would be even better. He has to ride if he does that, though. Yeah. Well, we uh, do we take some non-riders as well, so. Uh, I am working on a new thing that's got, um, it's converting a wheelchair to a camera th- so I can actually stand and film. Oh it's my goodness. It's going to be this great thing. Anyways. What just happened? <laughs> Is it Monday yet? April Fool's. <laughs> watch for it. Watch for that's it. That's exciting. Uh, we are in the neighborhood. We are a non-for-profit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are helping people uh, really match them up with their uh, volunteer mission and um, neighborhood house is really one of those great missions that we mm-hmm. we really love because they're doing so much all all around uh, follow us on YouTube Facebook uh, chat on our Facebook uh, page and make comments uh, if you have a volunteer opportunities share it on our in the neighborhood page and we'd love to see that uh, Thank you to WPEO and Peoria TV for broadcasting these on i3 Broadband and on your local radio stations. So thank you. Have a good week. PeoriaLife.com.